0: Hello, my friends. Today we're going to chat with a young man whose message is clear. You must learn about cannabis to use it effectively and safely. Taras Batiste has written about his experiences in a world only few can imagine and made note of what he learned. <laughs> so many notes, in fact, that he turned it into a tale of caution for you. Please welcome, author of Don't Let It Smoke You, Taras Batiste right after the intro. Welcome to Season 4 of the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not, and what it does it does not come with an fda stamp of approval yet using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in western health care specifically of the past 100 years there's a lot to learn and reconsider the information you'll find here comes straight from the scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The specific scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall. Because I'm not a doctor, nor did I go to medical school. But I did take dozens of private cannabis courses from doctors and scientists and still engage in continuing education offered by cannabis expert scientists over the past few years and slowly began to see and understand the bigger picture. Now I talk to people all day long about cannabis and hopefully inspire them to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies. It can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects, even those caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith-Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story of cannabis in historical, political, scientific, and spiritual terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. It's like, I've got Taurus, do I? How's it going? How is your day going? Are you out in Washington?
1: Yep, I'm out in Seattle, Washington at the moment. But it's normal work day, you know, starting the week, so it's good.
0: Of course. What's your weather doing to you today?
1: It's actually beautiful today. The sun's coming out. It's raining last night, but it's looking nice, nice and wet. It's going to be a good day.
0: Yeah, I love your neck of the woods up there. Uh, I'm down in Melbourne, Florida, and we just got you know, one season, hot. Oh my so, God. <laughs> so to have that lovely, you know, sense of of uh, all that you get to experience up there in that area of our country is just beautiful. I've been there a few times. For sure. Did For you sure. grow up there?
1: I didn't. I grew up, actually, I was going to say that when you mentioned Florida. So I grew up in Georgia, mm. in North Georgia. Um, I just moved out to Seattle maybe two years ago to learn about the cannabis industry. Actually, three years ago now. Times no I, kidding. And learn about the cannabis industry and where's everything going. So that's what got me out here. And I've uh, been out here loving it ever since, to be honest.
0: Well, let's back up just a little bit. Would you mind telling my audience a little bit about yourself? And, Absolutely. And, you know, how you came into this industry?
1: Yeah, for sure. So my name's Taurus Batiste. I am originally from Cartersville, Georgia. Um, like a lot of young men, I played sports all my life. Um, And I also smoked weed all my life. (laughs) Um, I did uh, too. When it was was legal and when it was illegal, right? That's right. You know, Um, because that's
0: all we had available was the illegal stuff for so long.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And as I started to get older, going through high school, going through college, I'm like, hey, I can't wait until this industry be legal so I can go check it out and go learn more about it. Um, But I flew out to Seattle to kind of learn more. And that's what got me here.
0: I never thought it would be legal. See, I I, I was uh, in the early '60s when I started smoking cannabis with my peers, my friends, and um, days, oh man, a five dollar lid, you know, for, oh uh, four fingers full. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I never I never got to experience that, honey. I'm gonna be honest.
0: Oh well, <laughs> you know, I, I grew up with a bunch of farm boys, <laughs> and they were all growing it. You know, that's love. yeah, that's love. So <laughs> now, did you so, grow up
1: in Florida? Were they grow in nah,
0: I'm a country kid. I came from uh, Oklahoma okay. and Arkansas, and and uh, you know, grew up in small city, small town sort of uh, area. Okay. Uh, attitude. A lot of white people. You know, Tulsa was the biggest black massacre event in the history of the United States, and la 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 right. la. And so, grew up right. around that stuff, and. And then uh, when I finally became a woman and fell in love with my adorable spouse, who was 22 years older than me and Uh black as can be and from a small uh farm town in Kansas. Well, you see where I'm going with this. But um, he was a teetotaler. And so he didn't really relate to my use of cannabis. And um it's been a difficult uh journey for him because he's still a teetotaler and, and although you know he's heard me going on and on and on about it for years, he's he's still a teetotaler. And he when you still, say he's still teetotaler. He, he he only drinks tea. Oh okay. no alcohol, no drugs, no nothing. He's not like like psychedelic tea? He's uh-uh. not no, not even that. Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah. he was, you know, he was also um um a chief in um, at, at NSA. So, you know, yeah. there was all that. He had to be straight and narrow and and uh you know couldn't do anything that would cause any kind of scandal in his line of work. So because yeah. he was, you know, working for the US. So um, but he's still he's still kind of in that mindset and he's 90 years old today and I'm 68 oops there go my little brood of hounds I try not to let that happen but you see the control I have over them (laughs) which is none so anyway um he still has a hard time because all his life the propaganda was in his ear that that marijuana is a bad deal drug and you just cannot be associated with it. And that's the attitude of a lot of elders, a lot of elders. And down here in Florida, the snowbirds are at least, you know, 60 and up. So there's just so much to get beyond in attitudes. Have you found that to be true? There you are. Apologies for the trip in our signal that just happens occasionally. That's okay. Okay. So um, we were talking about what the attitude is like now out in Washington and who have you been able to connect with uh, who's helping you into the industry?
1: Yeah, I've been able to connect with a lot of great people. I throw a couple out there. Um, One guy named Dr. Kahari Alif. Um, Mm. He's a Harvard study. He does like Botanical medicines, right? It's all about oh, nice. cannabis, the plant itself. I've learned from a couple of people. I guess Dr. Aleef just kind of stood out to me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm more getting to the point of getting my hands in the dirt and actually growing with them. So that's where I'm at right now. I, I know what you mean.
0: You. Yeah. Uh, sure. That tribe on LinkedIn, that science tribe on LinkedIn. They are just amazing to learn from yeah. about cannabis. Yeah. I they they just lifted me incredibly um, when I started following that tribe. Dr. Cody Peterson and uh, Dr. Bonnie Goldstein, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Ethan Russo, uh, Dr. Dustin Sulak. All these guys are truly into the compound science of sure. cannabis and uh, keep us on the straight and narrow. So how did your book come about? The The book that you wrote is called <sighs> Don't Let It Smoke You, my friends in the audience. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet, please. We'll tell you how to get it soon. But tell us, tell us about the book.
1: In the simplest form, honey, you just mentioned how a lot of people in the past kind of against cannabis. Yes. Right? And now we're segueing to of time where it's legal everywhere, right? Or it's making its way legal across the country. I wanted to kind of jump in the middle and tell everybody about my situation. So I believed um, growing up, I had a time where I was controlling it and it started to control me, um, where I was kind of dependent on it in every single thing I do. Mm. Um, so I, I wanted to put all the mess I was going through in a message, like all the overthinking, all the, the stuff I was hearing, et cetera, and that's why I came out with the book. Don't let it smoke you. Like not telling kids or young adults what to do. Just hey, don't let this control you from fulfilling your dream. That's it.
0: Well, it certainly can happen. You can you can begin, def, you know, feeling dependent on this as a medication because it relieves so many issues, right. and then you come into this idea of. I don't wanna ever be without it because I feel so much better with it.
1: Exactly. 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 And that's but, a tough position to be in when you're a young adult. And you're that's trying on right. your way.
0: We're all dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. Even even these young adults, i they don't know how to be adult. They're trying. They're right. learning. They're in the process of and they have already suffered trauma before they ever reach adulthood. And that's just within the relationships that they, that they know of at that, you know, right. at that very young age. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very difficult um, sometimes not to become dependent on something that you find such an amazing relief. And I think the cautionary tale is really great.
1: I agree. And I think for every single one of us, right? Um, sometimes we don't know that trauma growing up. At least I didn't. I didn't right, either, so right. You, you can't really say I'm using it because of this or no. using it rec- recreational or medicinal. Like you don't really know. That's shit. not know. it.
0: That's right. That's not <laughs> right. it. You're just, you're hanging out with your peers and they're exactly. doing it and, and it makes them feel good and laugh and you want exactly. to feel good and laugh and be part yeah. of it.
1: Exactly. But then I got to a point, honey, where, and I think everybody does, like as you get kids, as you become a starting part of some groups, as you become a mentor in certain people's eyes, like you get to a point where your where your image improves and your performance has to improve. Mm-hmm. And if and if you're still doing that same thing that you did in the a year ago or et cetera, you're gonna kind of run into a, a disconnect with yourself. So that's what I go into in the book. I call it the mental garden. Like, you know,
0: oh, wow. maintaining
1: your mental garden, right? Um
0: oh that's a beautiful yeah. thought.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: I have been listening to a few thought leaders. Lately, myself, Eckhart Tolle, and Joe Dispenza, you know, people like that, uh, Baba Ramdas, and that whole mental garden thing is a beautiful visual of how we need to tend our minds, and we don't do that. We just let information bombard us from all sides, television telephone, social media, radio, everything, you know, that you live in. Hey, my friends, I want to give you a tip about a neurologist I know and trust, Dr. Anthony Mazzo, a highly rated specialist who is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals when he knows that gentle cannabis plant therapy will likely give needed relief. Now, I know this to be true because I had to see him for my old lady neuropathy issues. He did not prescribe the usual synthetic stuff. He told me to go get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a specific way to find relief. Thank you, Dr. Mazzo. We think every doctor in America should have your knowledge in their little black bag see his clinic details in my show notes dr anthony mazzo in melbourne florida at the brevard Neuro Center on nasa boulevard there you are apologies there must be some sort of big system or something hey. interrupting our signal
1: i know That's okay, though. I'm still enjoying Uh, this conversation. Oh, me
0: too, honey. Thank you so much for uh, just hanging out with us because it's so important to understand um, all aspects of cannabis. And you were saying, go ahead and talk to us about the beautiful way that you described tending your garden.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think uh, actually one of my growing up one of my um I like listening to old people who's older than me I think they kind of give off the gems all the time me too I heard, <laughs> I heard someone say hey um hey when you're in a relationship it's like pulling weeds every day the shits grow back every single <gasps> day you're like hey don't oh, do this right yeah. and that's where I kind of got that mental garden from so like you tell yourself all the time when you're using, smoking, whatever you want to do, right? It's different now. You're not, you can, you, can, you don't have to just smoke, right? You can do it in different ways.
0: Oh, so um, many ways of delivering. B-
1: but for me, growing up, we didn't have those different ways, right? That's right. So I got into smoking, right? Yeah, and yeah. That's my best way. That's the way I love, right? Right. But going to your mental garden, you know how you kind of feel like sometimes like, shit, I'm smoking too much or shit, I'm spending too much money or uh, my friends say I'm not this way when I smoke or I'm this way or that way. And I think um, sometimes that leads to overthinking and kind of self a self analysis that's kind of tough to download. So I think uh, maintaining your mental garden, it's just really just figuring out ways that you can be healthy with this with, with the way you wanna use, right? Not your friends, not your girlfriend, et cetera, but ways you can be healthy and just really um, figuring out the power of when you can use, right? So I know when I can use personally when am I going to get sleepy? When am I going to probably have sex better? When am I going to be energized? So I think knowing the power of when you can use will help a lot Pertain that mental garden.
0: Oh, that's such a good way of putting it. Also knowing which compounds to use for sleep, mm-hmm. for sex, for energy, exactly. for exactly. focus. You know, there are different compounds and They, you know, uh, well, like our science tribe on LinkedIn says, the terpenes are the volume control of your cannabis. So, A, if you're just treating cannabis recreationally and you don't know what you're doing, you're just smoking whatever you happen to get your hands on, grape daddy ganja or whatever, whatever, you know, then you are missing so much. You are missing the intelligence behind the plant that can really affect your quality of life. And exactly. so, if you're using it improperly, too much, don't know what you're using, not using mm-hmm. it the right kind, the right time, whatever, right. then you're missing it. You're missing the whole point of cannabis. Right. And even though we start getting into cannabis recreationally most of us um, until it became a medicinal thing. I think you're right. The misuse of it really creates a a, can create a lot of problems in like getting couch locked, you know, not want to do anything, or maybe, you know, uh, at the wrong time of the day, you're smoking the wrong component in cannabis and it's affecting you uh in in such a way that you wouldn't ordinarily want to be at that particular time right so i'm um i admit i haven't had a chance to read your book but i cannot wait to and i'm so glad that you're pointing out this to the public uh what is how tell me about your garden now and oh and there's another thing i mm-hmm. actually i wanted to hear about your real grow but also uh what are some of the tools that you would recommend for people to tend their mental garden as in not taking it out on your you know girlfriend or your <laughs> or your best friend you know with your misery mm-hmm. but what what would you suggest um for those people who find themselves maybe, you know, a little naive about cannabis and getting sucked into it and just not quite managing it correctly. For sure.
1: Um, first thing I would like to say, I'm not an expert, right? I don't know. Oh, all I say answers. that too.
0: Yeah. Not a doctor, not a scientist. Me too. I'm
1: this as I go. Me no, too. I'm, go. Me but, too.
0: Um,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm big in like semi-biographical, right? So I'm like, the shit that I was going through
0: mm-hmm. and how
1: I conquered it, I'm going to tell you. And then you decide if that can work for you or not. Right. Yes. Um, so I, I would say first, I would say you got to kind of acknowledge it. Right. Okay. I have this
0: problem. There it is. <laughs> right? There it is. Awareness. That's okay. Yeah. That's
1: okay too. Right. Sure. And
0: Awareness is great. It, yeah, exactly.
1: When you're acknowledging it though, you have to acknowledge it off you. Like, yep. not your friends. And that's what I meant by your girl. Are you smoking that's because it. she's smoking? Are you uh. smoking because your friend's smoking? Are you smoking because you're just, you just bored and you want to smoke, right? Yeah. So just figuring that out, the appetite and the craving around it, right? So that's right. what I would do first. Um, after that, I would go into a more of um, <laughs> I would go into a more – this is the best part, too. Just be curious. Just smoke. Use however as much you want so you can figure out what you like and what you don't like, right? So it's probably the best part about it. You that's, what the it scient-
0: yeah, that's what the scientists are saying too. you know, try everything because there's a lot of compounds you can get in one place that you can't get in another place and it's going to exactly. be different for everybody.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And then lastly, I would say attach your mindful use to it. Whatever mm. that is to you. And then you, you should be able to find a way to where you mm. can control it and not let it control you.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah. said something a while ago about uh, hanging out with people smarter than you i do I try mm-hmm. to do that too, uh, and that really helps uplift your your uh world your whole world is hanging out with sure. people smarter than you sure. and taking a look inside at yourself. you know just if you can take a step back and just look at the whole picture of you and decide you know and think about. If you're happy, if life is working for you, what could be better? Mm-hmm. Instead right. of letting your mind wander incessantly, I agree. Or letting I agree. your mind drag you through. You've said it several times, overthinking. Yes. So <clears throat> finding peace within yourself by looking at the real you and becoming aware you said it just a minute ago becoming aware and then tending your mental garden what a beautiful idea Taurus, it's just wonderful hey who named you my uh i don't i don't i don't know <laughs> really
1: well it's yeah, such a my mom. great
0: name yeah <laughs> My, my dad tried to name me, but my sister uh, actually did. So, <laughs> you know, I was supposed to get an entirely different name. And my mother had an entirely different name planned for me, too. My mother wanted to call me Penelope, but my sister went out and, and it turned into Honey. So it, that's Honey's been fun. Name. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a good name. Well, tell us, please, how can we get, um, get a copy of your book and how can we get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, I would say the best way to get in touch with me is probably through email at don'tletitsmokeyou at you at gmail.com. Okay. and then um, the best way to get the book is probably on Amazon. You know, okay, I'll you put can a link directly out to me for sure. Okay, we
0: can go from there, all right, I'll put I'll put uh, links in the show notes uh, for our audience, and they'll be able to just click on that for you. But before you go, I really want to hear about. Friends, I'm just stunned to realize how difficult it is to find trustworthy, high-quality CBD products that are full-spectrum, whole plant, with all the natural compounds extracted from the plant for you to consume, as nature provided. They just don't carry it in the dispensaries in my town. They push their own isolate brands, and that's just not good enough for me. It doesn't have all the compounds. I've heard a lot of complaints about how to find consistent, over-the-counter CBD products, and I have a solution. I became an affiliate partner with Healer Hemp Products. And Dr. Dustin Sulak, a, a doctor of osteopath who created this line, is truly one of the greatest leaders in cannabis therapy walking the planet today giving his patients relief from their issues for many, many years with his Healer CBD products that can now be shipped to all 50 states. I use his acidic version of cannabidiol or CBD-A. It has everything plus a lot more of the compound which Dr. Sulak and other leaders in this industry have found to be more potent, thereby using less, which ends up making a big difference to your wallet. But it also adds many benefits to your body. Start lifting your quality of life with Healer CBD products today and check out a savings that I can offer you in the link below. Taris, I was curious about your own grow of cannabis, how you're doing up there in that state, and have you, uh, are you interested at all uh, in the um, psilocybin uh, thing coming up, you know, the big mushroom explosion happening?
1: I am interested in terms of um, psychedelic use, Mm -hmm. um, and I might get into growing my own. Just because it's so easy to grow mushrooms. You right? ain't a
0: kidding. I, I've been growing them and Shit. they are simple, simple, easy. You do have to tend them and love on them a little bit every day, you know, but they're so right. easy, so right. easy and so good for you and so medicinal. That's exactly. my point. Yeah. So, but uh, what, what did you decide to grow in uh, the state of Washington?
1: Yeah, I'm still, I started off growing like vegetables and things when I first got here a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and uh, I've slowly moved my way into growing certain seeds. Um, so that's what, that's where I'm at right now. How did you choose dispose. your,
0: how did you choose your seeds? I, I understand that, but how did you decide on which uh, variety to choose? I kind of
1: didn't. I just showed up to the facility and they kind of chose for me. I see. Um, So I'm still in those Genesis stages on, on yes. growing. Yes, yes, um, yes. But you know,
0: isn't it exciting?
1: It is, and I'm excited to have my own and do things on my own so I don't Uh, have to worry about again tamper with harvest dates being the same, etc. You know,
0: uh, what are the laws up there for cannabis uh, in Washington Uh, state? I mean, is it open?
1: It's pretty open, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's good for sure. Okay, well, great. I'm so glad you're having a good time with it. We don't get to grow our own plant down here in Florida because the legislators are too fucking stupid. Pardon my French. That's okay. Yeah, but, um, but someday, someday, the, <laughs> you know, so we're still waiting for that someday to come for us. Uh, and it looks like uh, recreation is going to be here before anything and and it also looks like um, psychedelics are going to be uh-huh. here before um, uh, cannabis gets truly freed. So I it's agree. it's kind of a weird uh, um, time to be in a weird era at this moment. Um, hey.
1: Y'all. Yeah. Do what you do. Just don't let it smoke you. Right. And There you go.
0: That's a that's perfect, <laughs> that's a perfect ending. Thank you so much again for joining us today, Taurus. And I hope that you have much success in Washington with your own grow and with your book, too. Thank you again for coming.
1: Thank you. Let's stay connected, honey.
0: Oh, uh, Let's do it. All righty then. Take care. You've been listening to another Cannabis Truth Podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman, Honey Smith Walls, that's me, about the importance of using verifiably safe products. The process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert to help you in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a national society of cannabis experts, and you'll see that link down below in my show notes. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third party lab test, please regard all street weed as contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already has inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Thanks so much for your time today. I hope you found value and understanding through conversations you've listened to on this podcast. Paxavobiscum. Oh, I hear the cows calling. Thank <laughs> you.